Hello, sir. Yeah, How are you? What's that? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank good, you. How good, are you? good. I got Mike from the band Yam Yam from Harrisburg. Right. Is, it from, is it from Harrisburg? Yeah, we're, we're from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Based out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And before we started recording, you asked me how I found your music. Well, uh, you guys have a show coming up at the River Street Jazz Cafe. That's true. On, you got uh, some good shows there. The 27th of January. And uh, Ben Travers, who uh, I guess is a marketing slash booker at the Jazz Cafe, kind of set us up. So here we are. Okay. I wanted to talk about uh, your music. Uh, the show coming up, like I said, January 27th. And uh, just what you guys are all about, and uh, how you guys got together, uh, shows you performed, all the all the good shit, you know. Sure, sure. Where you want to start, man? Where you want to begin? Well, I mean, so I, I try not to do too much research. Um, that might be a good and bad thing. I try not to do too much because I kind of want to do the fact finding organically, right? Um, but obviously, I wanted to do a little bit, and uh, you know, you guys are a, a jazz, jam, funk, soul band out of uh, you said Harrisburg. <laughs> Um, yeah. but I mean, tell me who, uh, Yam Yam is. Uh, well, there's five of us. We put, we got, um, keyboard, saxophone, bass, guitar, and drums. Uh, most of the guys are from this area, Harrisburg, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm from a little town called Shippensburg, which isn't that far. It's like an hour from Harrisburg, but I met the, all those guys later when I moved up to Carlisle and I went to college there for a while. And then I met some friends in Harrisburg. And that's how I met Xander, who's the bass player. And he and I started jamming together. Next thing you know, um, Tom came along, uh, the guitar player, and then Jason, Tyler. Um, the band kind of fell together just from like other bands, you know, like we were all just kind of playing, you know, making music together. And it was kind of serendipitous, I think. <laughs> that happens a lot, I feel like. Sure, yeah, sure. I mean, I've played in a lot of bands, you know, I mean, I've played all kinds of all kinds of music and all kinds of bands and stuff, you know, all kinds of like anything you can imagine, honestly. But but this band is like, you know, having a, a good group of five, I think five is like a good number for a band. I like having five people. You know, we have a good dynamic together. We have a good chemistry. Like regardless of, you know, anything else. Like we got good chemistry. And I think we make some dope music. I think we we are our own worst critics. So we can never love our own music. I think, I think we we are the ones who like kind of make it or break the fate of our own songs, which is a tough thing because I think making original music these days is actually very difficult because nobody really cares, you know. They're trying to like everybody's trying to make you know. I don't know. Oh, is that Jason? Uh oh, what's up? Yeah, Jason's here. Yeah, we got uh, Jason no, here. No, I, I was just doing my school of rock thing. I was just we were just wrapping up. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Well, thanks Sorry for joining us. That. No, you're good, man. Jason or uh, Mike was like, listen, guy, I don't have all day. I can't be waiting around. I got stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right, not, yeah, he wasn't that rude. To wrap up. Yeah, yeah, this is our rock and roll with a motorcycle and everything. Hell yeah, that is rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, it's the kids. You should have heard these kids, man. They are like, what are you guys playing? We're playing, playing heavy stuff like early Metallica, Misfits. Like and I'm singing all this stuff. Like, of course you're voice singing voice. it, Jason. <laughs> Let the kids sing, you goober. They won't do it. <laughs> I try to get them to. <laughs> It'll happen uh, eventually. It's fun though. 
Well, Jason, thanks for joining us. Uh, oh, so thanks my, for having, yeah, thanks yeah, for having us. Uh, Mike was just sharing oh. kind of a little bit of information about EMEM and how you guys kind of got together and, um, you know, five-piece band, you know, kind of is a, is a good number, a good number of members to have. You guys are, the, are your own worst critics. And I think that's, um, you know, kind of happens a lot. And uh, he also said uh, it's hard to make original music because, you know, it's a lot of people are doing it. Um with the internet it's it's uh it's yeah, there's uh, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff on going you're competing with a lot of stuff all the time i mean a lot of yeah. entertainment out there well I, was yeah, probably... I think we're a we're a live band you know that's what people pay a, a ticket to see us live is we're you know we play live like we're, we're all all about live i think some of my yeah. favorite recordings of us are the live ones the ones where we're just yeah. at the show you know and the studio, of, do good stuff it would be cool Cause that's, that's part of the studio is a whole different thing. It's like, it's, you get a whole different vibe in the studio. Is this video recorded or just audio recorded? Both man. We're, we're, we're rocking both here. Oh, wow. Sorry if I'm pacing. I'll stop you're pacing good. then. You're good, man. You're good. I don't I even always... know. I don't even know how many people like watch the video versus like listen to audio. I, I, right. I personally listen to podcasts, uh, as audio. I don't really watch the video, but, uh, yeah, That's I figure we have both. You know, if people want to well, watch, we're gonna, it, watch. We're going to be getting clips today, right? We're going to get so many fucking clips. <laughs> clips. Yeah, I'm going to cut this up into clips. We're going to be doing uh, reels yes, on I'm Instagram. Saying, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you guys. Clips. That's that's what it's hard to compete with clips. That's actually exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. You know, how can you write a full song when everybody wants clips? Well, yeah, they want these thirty second sound bites. You know, it's yeah, exactly. Well, well, I mean, we're playing yeah. though. People are about these thirty long minute long song jams lots of times too. So it goes both ways. Like I feel like compared to a lot of the other bands we play along with, our songs go by pretty fast. Honestly, like we kind of like boom boom. Like we have like if you look at like Lotus's set list and like people like that, it'll be like five songs on it. Like you know, ours will have like fifteen or like you know, it's it's different. Like, I like that. I like that. Um, I'm not a huge jam band guy. I like. I appreciate the the art of it all. I really do. Um, but I like lyrics. I like um, you know quicker songs. Um, but yeah, it's just that's just me. You know, we're not. We don't fit completely into the jam thing either. Honestly, like me and Dempsey are kind of like more of a jazz background. Especially, I'm very much a jazz background. And kind of got sucked into the jam. I liked it. I like it a lot. And like I'm down, and like I'm hoping we play a little more jazz type crowds too, because I think it would go over good in that setting too. Another thing I like about Yam Yam is like I feel like I can show it to anybody I know, and it has something that anybody could like. Even my aunt Junan, she doesn't listen. <laughs> she doesn't like most of the stuff I like. Like. And like I did not think she was gonna like Yam Yam. I was, and she came to one of the concerts. So I thought she was gonna be like, that was nice, you know, but she loved it. And I was like, she usually listens to just country and I like and not much else, honestly. But she dug Yam Yam seeing alive and it's cool that like we can kind of cross some of the boundaries a little bit and dig it. Yeah, well, I love the layers. I love the, you know, the the keyboards and the the horns and like all these different um elements to it. I mean, I, I really do like I said, I, I appreciate the the art and the talent behind all those things. And it's probably really cool. Like in your, you're said you're more of a live band and I'm sure that like, that's, that's where it's at. Right. Like 
Yeah. And we, Mike and I were talking earlier before you jumped on, like, you know, you got the show coming up at the River Street Jazz Cafe on January 27th. Yeah. Um, you know, what can people expect uh, from you guys at, at a live show? Um, not as it'll sound different than the record. You listen to the record most of the time, mostly because there's layered horns and stuff on the record, but in live, it's just me. And sometimes I'll have a splitter and it's just one horn, unless we have a guest, like sometimes we do, but it's very rare lately. But, um, yeah, it's diff, it, and it's like the forms are much more up in the air. Like, it's like we we don't know what's going to happen half the time, you know, we could go with like. It. Yeah, and it's 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 a little more cohesive and like tight than like the standard jam band thing, but like it's still like if we're feeling it, we could like go into a whole different place and you know and who know once a couple times we got real metal a little bit now <laughs> a lot like and like well, so, have, I mean that's the beauty of jazz, right? Yeah, and jazz. Well, I'm saying that. The essence of improv music is that, like, it can go anywhere at any time at any place. If you really treat it that way, that's the beauty of it. Like, that has spirit there, man. In my book, it's not about like, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, it's just like having that attitude of like, where are we gonna go? Let's just be open to it, and like, you know, and everybody has to be really on their toes to help each other out. Which way you're going, and which way everybody's going. That's cool. Well, I mean, this this uh, this show is, I, I think, I mean, obviously, anyone can listen to it, but I have I have roots, deep roots into the NEPA music scene, and like I'll keep referring to the Jazz Cafe show on the twenty seventh. Um, have you guys performed there before? Yeah, been there before. Multiple How many times? times? Multiple times. Okay, I think three or four times. Uh, one time we did a show with, uh, I think it was like a B- Benjamin Vo or so. I can't remember who it was. Uh, there was some blues guy or something and that was good. And then like the last time we played, there was a huge show. I remember it being like 150 people, like or hundred people. So I hope that, hopefully that happens again. I mean, they were a great crowd and we, I remember we were so thrilled, but then we screwed it up and we, we didn't record it. We tried to record it and we didn't. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That, oh. yeah, you that, bro? <laughs> yeah. I remember it. That was unfortunate. It happens. It really happens. Do you Some have of the plans? best, the best music we played is gone into the ether, man. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's something to be said about that. New Year's, right? Yeah, we got New Year's. Yeah, we, we just recorded New Year's in Harrisburg. That'll be out soon. Okay. I yeah. hope I can say that. <laughs> and be true. <laughs> there's a recording of Ramble. If we can get that, that show was like next level. That was cool. Some, yeah, we put a couple shows. We got our stuff is on Nugs. People should listen to it on Nugs. We're trying to get it out there more. On what? It's called nugs.net. Nugs.net. N-U-G-S? Yeah. Is it Z? Is it Z? I thought it was. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> there might be two Gs. Too. But all the hippies love it. Hold it's on, got hold a lot on. of it's OG like live recordings. And we and we were on there. And I have, like that's some of our good recordings are on there. Like some oh, good yeah. shit. I have the internet at my fingertips. Nugs. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard of it. There's a Nugs NUG dispensary. It's like old school. It's oh, like no. old it's like school. dispensaries. <laughs> yeah, and I think you, you have to have like a membership or something. I can search it too. Let me see. Oh, man, I don't. Nugs? Well, I've, sure, I've never heard of this before. You have to I have a membership, bro. You have to pay a real membership. Like, uh, it's like a, it's a, it's more, I don't know who puts it on, but. It was for live recordings, live music, like bootleg. Uh, 
All right, I got it. Nugs.net, N-U-G-S.net. Limited time right. offer. Yes, okay. Enjoy a year of live music, including exclusive yeah, live streams exactly. for just 100 bucks. That's it. There you go. That's exactly it. Price well, goes up. Sign up a lot of can... big, the big dogs put their music on there, you know? The big dogs. The big dogs, you know, like Derek Trucks and shit, Fish, you know? Why like... that video went away? Here we go. You there know what I'm saying? Uh, wow, okay. Uh, price goes up soon. Get forty five percent off the new monthly rate. Oh, the price is going up. Uh oh, <laughs> it's the world we live in. Yeah, inflation. Even I nugs. God damn no. Man, I never heard. Like, there's always something new that's popping up. And maybe this, you said this is old. I I never heard of it either. Like then we did it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I still haven't a even looked. People, a lot of people are on it. Yeah, more people than yeah. it's like Reddit kind of like you know, tons of people are on Reddit. Tons of people just aren't. Yeah, sure. You know? So yeah, with Reddit, Coco's like the king of Reddit. Dude, we had a couple of times where we did live Reddit streams, and you're, I, we can't do it anymore. But we got like a million views. It, well, how? It was many. It was. It like, was not a million. It was like seventy thousand. No, exaggerating. It was like a lot. I didn't mean a million literally. I meant like it was like very. <laughs> like and I remember Coco. It blew his mind when he looked at all the views. I was like, "Whoa!" I guess I, I don't know what's good or not good on there, honestly. But so, yeah. would you would you say that this is very like jam band centric? Because I'm seeing a lot of like Dead and Company on here. Yeah, my yeah, morning for jacket. Sure. Um, my morning jacket looks like they have a they have a uh, recording from Peach Music Festival in 2023. See, there you go. But it's not. See, it's not even just. I mean, my morning jacket. They're not a jam band, are they? I mean. <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah, what is my morning jacket? Are they like folksy or something? I don't even know. I get, I get confused. I wouldn't consider them a jam band. But I oh. bet there, there's other stuff on there, too. I bet all kinds of stuff, man. Umphreys McGee. Yeah, those guys are huge. Umphreys McGee. Their live recordings are huge. Yeah, Pearl Jam's on here. Okay. Pearl Jam, classic, dude. New recordings from Pearl Jam. Look Metallic, at that. Uh, Metallica. See what? Oh, oh so it's not just, I guess. Uh, Jerry Garcia, Wilco. <laughs> Think that though, like that's like this is like hitties or something. <laughs> 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 I really imagined it this whole time being N U G G Z. That's what I imagined it was in my head. <laughs> well, that makes sense. It's I, not I, a fucking t-shirt from the nineties. Like that's it's, what I thought it was. Like it's not an airbrush <laughs> fucking hat. Vibes now in the even in the jam scene. Everybody's uh, going nineties feel. And you're probably you're probably picturing like graffiti uh yeah, exactly. yeah. airbrush on a t shirt yep. from the mall, man. That's Nugs. Nugs. <laughs> you're cool. Like we weed, weed's not legal yet, so you're like, Oh yeah, I got nugs. Yeah. Just a jazz head. I don't know this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. I think I also saw on your website that did you guys perform at Peach Fest locally yeah. here and in Scranton, PA, or Montauk? Oh, Mountain? yeah. Oh, we yeah, three, three years in a row. Three years in a row we played there. It was cool. And each Every, year was bigger than years. the last. There's so always something each time, too. That's turned into a pretty big festival here uh, in our area. Uh, it down I, now? What's that? Aren't they, isn't it canceled now? It's done? Well, so here's the thing. So, sure as shit, I'm, I'm you know, doing very limited research on you guys because like, I don't know if you were here yet, Jason, but I said I don't want to do too much because I wanted to kind of have all this organic conversation, right? So I saw that on your website. I did very little research, right? I saw that on your website, though, that you performed at Peach, and uh, sure as shit, like 
five minutes later, there was a local news outlet that said, um, typically, let me see here, uh, is, is Peach Fest uncertain this year? Typically, fans are able to get tickets for the show already. Oh, well, I keep so, hearing it was canceled. That's breaking news. Keep... Breaking news on the Pop Go Project podcast. Peach Fest is canceled. Don't listen to Jason. He's a, he doesn't fucking know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> or it might be turning into something. Everybody, Rebecca's going crazy. They're all like, oh, what are we going to do now without Peach? Like in that peach web, the peach um, fan page, but I, I don't know. It might be morphing into something else too. Isn't um, summer camp doing that too? It's kind of going away, but turning into something else. I have no idea. Oh, you don't know summer camp? Like, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, no, it's, another, it's another big festival. Peach is cool. Like, there's three, and you can look it up on YouTube. All of our each year in a row that we did the last three years, and our live sets on YouTube, we got it recorded pretty high quality plugged into the board and, and yeah it turned out nice that's sweet yeah i i'm curious now as to because that's always been like i said a big, a big festival here in our area um and it's been growing every year um and i think billy strings has jumped on board on that festival that's he's um so i i work the guy went on after us daniel donato is that isn't it? Wasn't he on? He was on after us this year. We were up against yeah. Ween this oh, last boy. year. Yeah, I was. I was mad about. it. I really wanted to see Ween, and we were playing at the same time as them. And I was like, "Oh man, they're gonna take all of our crowd." But we still we stole have, out of their crowd. We, I know that's what happened. I felt like a little bad about it, but like it's cool too. Like I couldn't believe how many people. <laughs> it was like that was probably the biggest crowd we've ever played for. That's awesome. It was crazy. That was a huge crowd. And uh, last year we played at Huluween, too. That was also a huge crowd. That was we're, just, we're just a bunch of goobers from Pennsylvania, and it was cool to have people digging our music down there. That's what last year was all about, honestly. And we played all over the place. People loved our music. Yeah, if you yeah. want to see some good live stuff, look. type in Yam Yam Peach Fest into YouTube, and they're all those, are, those videos turned out pretty nice. There's three of them. And like that's a that's a good that's where I send a lot of people if they want to listen to stuff even before the albums because like Dempsey was saying live the live stuff's really live is better energy is the the, the studio is cool too though honestly don't get me wrong you can do so many things in the studio that you can't do live like we just gotta spend more time in the studio way and like yeah. I get to do big horn sections I get to layer the saxophone and make it sound like a big like horn orchestra. Dempsey gets to do like a billion synths if he wants to. Like, la like we layered some steel guitar on the first album, and like, and it's cool for that. But like, the energy of the live stuff is that it's a, something you can't capture as much on a studio session. Yeah, I imagine you can do like a lot of experimenting in the studio, right? But like, yeah. there is something to be said for live music, and I think that's, uh, I think everyone can agree with that to it to it to an extent, just because like there too like you say it goes wherever it goes right you're you're, you're feeling the vibe it just goes a certain way and that's what jazz is all about i think that's what yeah. improvisational music is all about the and you make the best yeah you make the best of with what you're working with too like this pink floyd thing inspired me there was some quote from them because they were good live but they're also their studio stuff next level and they have this quote where it's like if you're in the studio work with the studio like layer a million things you know like 
overdub 5,000, overdub the vocals like a bazillion times if you want to, you know, be a studio. Yeah. And when you're live, you work with that strength. And it's like each, if you get, if you go, if you're loose and you don't try to like keep the same set of rules for different situations, then you can really make the best of every situation. And again, that jazz mentality, like, like, you know, you know what I just watched that was super cool. Is this, uh, it's called The Epic, it's Kamasi Washington. And it's oh, like nice. a whole like live show where he has this huge band, you know, he has this incredible band, all these singers and like an, a little mini chamber orchestra thing and a DJ, and, like two drummers, two bass players, you know, two two keyboard players. Like, is that the uh, conductor too? Like, yeah, Miguel Atwood Ferguson. Miguel Atwood. Well, he conducts, he conducts. Yeah. And he puts together, he's got this cool, he's got this like, he tells the story about how he puts together this music and like he just got all these guys in the room together in the studio and just they just improv and then they just from that improv they just wrote songs sort of and then they just kind of put it all on stage live and it was this crazy like you know like it's a it's musical kind of, like experience shit. and i like that i want to make some musical experience shit that's how we record anyway right <laughs> kind of like so, get together yeah. and start working stuff out like yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. It's cool when everybody's, like, equally putting their hand in the mix of, like, what's going to happen, too, because it's... I think that's what's appealing about Yam Yam to people is because it's, like, democratic in a way, like, like, where it's just, like... Yeah. It's everybody. We're just a gang. We're just, like, a unit. Everybody's, like, got their strengths, and, like, we all, like... There's no, like overly focused on one thing like all it's like not always focused on vocals it's not always focused on guitar it's not always focused on yeah. facts. It's focused everybody's on represented and everybody's like very like everybody's very powerful in their own way and it's empowering and i think it's i think people like that i don't think people like any well i mean people like what they like but i think it's a little bit of a fresh thing for some people that they can latch on to where they see like a band where it's like not so much just front man and then background stuff it's like everybody's like really like working together like in an equal way and it's cool that's why i liked it when i joined it I, I dug that aspect of it and like the whole like it, dem democratic attitude Sometimes that has its like shortcomings too, but it's like if you do it the right way, like it really works. Well, yeah, I feel like that, you know, as a as a unit like yours, that tends to, you know, everyone is kind of highlighted. Like as opposed to let's say you're in a rock band, let's say like the lead singer is basically the face of it, right? Like, and you could swap out any drummer yeah. or guitar player or whatever. Like, as long as that lead singer never changes, like the band will always live on. But like you guys, like you said, as a unit. So that's like, that's cool. Weird if anybody changed in this band, drummer, bassist, keys, anything. If anything was different, it would really change the vibe of it a lot. Like, I think it wouldn't be as much yam yam anymore. Like, yeah. we, we keep saying yam yam. Where did that name come from? That's you, Dempsey. <laughs> I think I was uh, possessed. That's what Xander says. I was possessed <laughs> by the yam yam spirit of Harrisburg. <laughs> yeah no there's there's like uh it was a joke man i mean it's just a joke you know just a joke yeah yeah didn't you say let's go jam jam and then you went yam yam or something that's what it was yeah basically that's it. It was like that. <laughs> you said yeah man it sounded like yam yam yeah. no i said instead of jam jam i said let's go jam jam let's go yam yam 
you know, something like that as there a joke. Fired by but, like, you know, it had that, it has a ring, and then I looked it up too. Man. I mean, it's like it's got all these crazy meanings and like this weird. And even in Harrisburg, apparently on the street that we were jamming on, Green Street, in the 20s, there was a fucking club called the the Yam Yam Club, which is pretty wild. And that's what you and got for like, that. They were like a drinking club or something, like all women's drinking club in Harrisburg, which is hilarious. Wait, so in the it 20s? Was, there was in the a... 20s, yeah. It was a so real women club. could like, have a club in the 20s? Yeah. yeah. Like in, in Harrisburg, they used to be all these speakeasies and underground clubs and shit. That's amazing that the women back then were allowed to have a club. Wasn't it the flappers? Exactly. They wanted a place to drink. It's <laughs> awesome. And play That's bridge cool. and shit. You know, hang out and talk shit. <laughs> and I respect that. I think that's amazing. Oh, hell yeah. I Yeah, absolutely. I just it's, got it's wild. I think I got cursed by them a little. Yeah, you got possessed by the women of the Yam Yam Club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that's a good story. Yeah. I feel when I'm playing, I try to feel like I'm getting possessed by something a little bit. That's when it usually feels the best. You should write a song and like title it that or something. Possessed. We were going possessed to. by the Yam Yam Women's Club or something. Whatever you said, it was good. Yeah, work on the title, working title. Yeah, yeah, work on that. But yeah, I think there's something there. There's a song in there. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. What guys up now? Well, that's all started. There it is. Awesome. The, the song is the song is in process. But well, speaking of songs too, you just guys just released a new song uh, back in December, not too long ago, called "Wasted." Yeah. Yep. Cool song. I dig it. Thanks. Hell yeah. We put one out before that called "Sizzle" too, and we got some other recordings like. Coming up, um, you know, they're done basically, but you know, we just haven't put them out yet. Yeah, We're so it's been before. it's been a minute since you guys released like a full length album, right? Yeah, I mean we recorded an album and we recorded a couple like live things and like you know, it's just hard to like pick with us. Like I said, we're our own worst critics, man. Like we just kinda we can I feel like nitpick a project sometimes and Yeah. You know, we'll screw ourselves over. Like we'll just be like, ah, forget it. Like, <laughs> you know, like, so, yeah, it's hard. Like a, it's hard. It's hard to come to consensus with your art. I mean, art is a personal thing. I personally, like, I, I have a lot of personal art and music that I don't even. Sometimes we don't. I don't play with Yam Yam. Doesn't always work with the Yam Yam. You know, like, and I think each of us kind of has that spirit too. We each have our own separate sort of individuality, very individual type personality musically, which is what gives us our fucking flair. That's what makes us so dope. But then when it's come to come together to get all five of us to agree on a song is like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> like they, it's always like, you know, four to one, three, to two, you know, two. one to four, two to Here. three. Two, three. <laughs> I think that's what makes it kind of fun, though, because we got to yeah. keep it fresh with each other. We keep it fresh, but like it is difficult. I feel like we each of us beat our own songs up the most. Like we, we beat up our own shit like. You know, like we go like, ah, this song stinks. And it's like everybody else is like, nah, your song's dope. What are you talking about? And then you're like, nah, it's dumb. <laughs> well, I think that's what happens when you're close to something. I, I work uh, during the day full time at a, a screen printing company called Axel Red Screen Printing. Mm -hmm. It's in Wilkes-Barre. And oh, we lost we lost Jason. Um, but oh. uh, I, I think what halts a lot of our progress sometimes is like we're we're 
we're our own worst enemies. We're our own worst critics. And it's like we exactly we, we want to put something out um, and we critique how how it looks. Uh, it was started by two local guys, you know, for, in a, in the, one of the guys' mom's basements. Like it's like it's it's you know DIY. Like it's and if, yeah, hell yeah. From what it, you know, where it is today compared to how it started is like it's you 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 shit your pants, right? If you guys are in town earlier on, on that day that you guys are are playing, you should stop by. But um, yeah. what I'm what I'm saying is, yeah, I, I could appreciate the 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 critique and how hard you guys are on your on yourself just because that's just I mean I think that's common I think it's like uh it's your baby you know I think any creative person has the ability to like love what they're doing and also hate it you know what I mean? <laughs> so like yeah like you said you know like your baby <laughs> yeah. well dude, I mean yeah. I I love doing this right this is like a, a purely a passion thing um I love doing it but like I also to a degree, hate it. And I hate it in that um, it's done remotely. Uh, it's, it's great that it's done because I wouldn't be able to do this without, you know, it being remote with you guys here in, in Harrisburg, right? But yeah. we just lost, we just lost Jason. You know, there's this yeah. technical, we, we, or we by accident. I mean, the radio is an old school thing. My aunt, uh, she works, you know, on the radio too. And I get that. The, that's like a magical thing that yeah. is changed now. But like we, by accident, we have talked over one of over one another uh tons of times already <laughs> and it's just it's just the nature of the fact that it's it's over the internet there's a, a small delay and so when i when i kind of listen back on some of these things or uh you know whatever i'm like oh this is terrible this sucks but to a degree it's like it's authentic it's genuine we're having real conversations nothing's scripted nothing's like nothing's nothing about it's fake jason sure Jack. Which I mean, I think is cool, but yeah, like we're, like we're saying, it's just like it's something we love. So we're obviously going to like be harder on ourselves and what we're producing and putting out than you know some Joe Blow. Yeah, well, and people and like the people who are listening to your music or appreciating your podcast, they do love it. They fucking love it. That's why they're tuning in. That's why they're a part of it. But yeah. that's why you guys, I think you have to be like you have to give yourself some credit. And I'm t- I mean I'm talking to myself right now. There yeah. we go. Let's talk about you know <laughs> like. All the time, I feel like you have to remind yourself that it's it's important what you're doing, and and people appreciate it. And if they do appreciate it, you're doing it for them, not just for you. Like, even though sometimes you are doing it for you, of course you're doing it for you. Like, yeah. But do it for them first, and that's that's like the beauty of it. That's that's why I, I try to do it. I mean, sometimes we're on the road, and I'm like, I don't want to do this right now. You know, like, <laughs> but at like, but then you do the show, and you're like, I'm super glad I just did that right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, like that was sick. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, you put in the work and it pays off. You know, it does because you've seen it happen. Right? Yeah, that's why sure. I'm trying. At least I'm trying to live. You know, like for the future. You know. Well, let's talk about the future. Jason has transported uh, to a car. It appears. Jason, um, you back? No see, uh, back to the audio issue, dude. Like <laughs> Jason's talking, we can't hear him. Nothing's happening. Yeah, I can't hear. Him. <laughs> <laughs> He's but, so you know, great I, with the technology. If we Wait, had a, you can't hear me? Uh, now there we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Gotcha, dude. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, somebody stole my charger from my teaching studio. So <laughs> I'm not going to charge from the car. Kids. <laughs> I think I stole that, bro. It's in the back room, dude. Dude. It's in the back room. You didn't check the Where back room? Where is the back room? <laughs> yeah, in that, in that other studio, in this small studio that's in there. I looked in the back room. Where'd you put it? In the drawer or something? 
It's in the, it's plugged in the wall. It's a charger oh, in the wall. Geez, right please. Oh, whoop. <laughs> well, I can't go in there now. Freak Beth out. That's funny. <laughs> Jason well, and I teach at the same school in Mechanicsburg, Trez Music. It's an awesome place. Trez is great. Cool. Oh, it's awesome. Well, you got you just mentioned the future. Uh it's it's early 2024. You know, we're just getting started here. What's uh what do you guys have planned for 2024? Anything big? I mean, we got some things lined up. We're doing uh, the Brooklyn Bowl with Kitchen Dwellers and the River Street Jazz. That's supposed to be dope. And we're playing Ardmore Music Hall again. That's gonna be awesome. Also, we're going back to Colorado, I guess, not but not till the fall, I think. But um for Beanstalk, whatever that uh yeah, Magic Beans Festival. Oh sick. The, the, Are we doing beer again? Say what? Are we doing Beard Fest again? I didn't see Beard Fest on the schedule yet, but it's still kind of early in the year. We still haven't booked yeah. a lot. We need to book more. That actually. cool. I like Beard Fest. What is Beard Fest? It's this band called Out of the Beard Space. They're really cool, and they throw their own festivals. I remember seeing them when they just formed when I lived in New Jersey, and I always saw them at Camp Jam in New Jersey, but they became pretty, like, they became a real force, and now they got their own festival. And it's like it's it's cool, very good like homebrew type festival. I like this kind. When it starts to get a little too big and corporate, it's like it's cool, but it's like, you know, it's different. Do you guys have any plans to record any of these shows live to re- release, or is there any oh, yeah. any, any new music on the horizon? Yeah, we're gonna keep doing it. Like and put it on. Xander's been doing the mixing now. Xander's been doing these really nice mixes of our shows when he plugs into the board. Like, and I, I re- where was that one he's mixing that we, like, what was that one we played? He mixed and we listened to it and it was like it sounded really nice. It sounded. Right. I was really. He's he's mixing the New Year's show too, so I'm pumped to hear what that sounds like. New Year's will be sick. We should do it more. We were now, trying that, to do it more, a lot more. Will that be anywhere outside of Nugs.net? Yeah, we might, put it, we might put it on YouTube. We usually okay. put it on YouTube. Yeah. All right. There's a so, lot of live shows on YouTube right now. There's uh, summer camp shows. There's um, three different Yeah, we got a bunch of like, – we got all kinds of we, fun live shows online. Yeah. It'll, it'll, oh, a lot of stuff will pop actually, up. Yeah, so if you're watching, listening to this, head over to YouTube and check out these guys before their show on the 27th at the River Street Jazz Cafe. There you go. <laughs> uh, one thing I saw was uh, some of the artwork for uh, these sh- upcoming shows on social media. Um, and it's fucking dope. Um, is that from somebody like in the it. band or what? Well, which one are you one? You have a bunch. Of, you have a bunch of the shows coming up. I mean, I did see one for the Jazz Cafe. I'll try and find it here again. But uh, I can't remember the. I don't know the artist name that we've got, but we've got some cool new artists we worked with for sure, and they're and they're all that, been super thrilled to work with us, which is great. Yeah, I'll try the tour and, uh, poster in the background of Dempsey's camera. That artist was really cool. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, this is the this is the Jazz Cafe. Oh yeah, Cafe I saw that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, that. I didn't even see that. <laughs> Do you know the guy's name that did the tour poster behind you, Dempsey? Because that was one of my favorite ones. No, I don't know his name. I think he's from North Carolina or something. Oh, sick. Yeah, he got that Pennsylvania Dutch Amish hex sign kind of art style down with that poster. 
Yeah, that's, cool what, hell. that's what we're all about, bro. You you guys should like you guys should have like a like a small run of these posters made for every show and sell them. Oh, we're, we're big sellers. Yeah. 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 We didn't quite run out of this last bag, I don't think. Yeah, Mike's getting bored. He's like, I gotta, I gotta jam. Yeah, what the hell, Mike? <laughs> See, I got I gotta jam. This is this is lame. We got <laughs> oh, ADD kicking in. No, no, those so you guys do sell some of these posters? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that yeah. one that's behind Mike, we're still selling some of them. Do we we didn't finish those? I don't think. Yeah, but those you guys you guys get a run made for each show or just just like a poster. Oh, I don't know about each show. We kind of do it for a tour. Okay. Yeah, we do tour posters, and it's like, and it has all the dates of every place we played. This last fall tour we did, it's all on that poster. That's easier, like, because posters are pretty expensive to make sure. when you make them, and people take them really seriously. Like, like you got to be really careful not to wrinkle them when you wrap them up. People like, it's like pins and posters. They're like pins are getting a little less popular, but. Now posters are becoming like a big thing. Well, I, I mentioned earlier that we do. I work for a screen printing company. I think uh, Jason, you may have uh, disappeared for a moment, but um, wait, I'm I'm gone. I think no, no. Before I think you left when you oh, were, oh, oh. when you were transported to your vehicle. Wait, uh, can you was, give us a real good price on posters? <laughs> so I'll, all right, here's my sales pitch. Right, so I, I told Mike I, I work during the day full time at a. Uh, screen printing company called Axel Rad Screen Printing. And I said, Mike, if... Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, so uh, we, yeah. we print for Umphreys McGee. Um, we print for Billy Strings. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah, so we do a lot of... We, we print for Breaking awesome. Benjamin. Yeah, so it's a... It's a pretty uh, it's a pretty big shop, but... Um, oh, wow. We started doing some posters for different from different groups. Um, so if you ever need merch, let me, let me know. Oh, that's cool. We're not, we're, not, we're not far from either. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I see Mike. did the artwork on that last single for the Wasted. Like, when we released it, he did an artwork for that. His Dempsey does really good art, too. Like, yeah, I drew that picture. Yeah. 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 Well, I see Mike's wearing a yam yam hat. I got my yam hat. You're yeah, that guy, Mike. You're that guy. Well, listen, I, I don't, I'm not mad about it. So here's, here's the deal. I, I have, I have some podcast merch, right? And uh, after we're done here, I'll, I'll hit you guys up and, uh, and I'll send you some, uh, some shirts. Uh, we'll, we'll exchange sizes or whatever. But so I wear my own merch, right? I'm large. <laughs> large, large. And well, I, I need your addresses too. So or maybe I'll just drop them off at the jazz cafe, but we'll, we'll get there. But um, I wear my own merch and people are like, why are you wearing your own shit? I said, well, if I don't, who's going to? Yeah, <laughs> but also, also here's here's the cool story. I sold merch, my own merch, because I was wearing it to the nurse who prepped me for my vasectomy. What? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> wait, bro, wait, repeat that. <laughs> True story. So, uh, I got a vasectomy um, t- late 2022. And I was wearing my own uh, shirt with my, like, like I have a, I, I ripped off the Buffalo Trace logo and I put my face uh, on the Buffalo and then I just put the Popco Project podcast underneath it. <laughs> right, nice. So, so this, this nurse is prepping me. She's, you know, you know, saying, hey, you know, you undress, put all your clothes in this bag. 
and she sees my shirt. She goes, is that your face on your shirt? I said, I said yeah. <laughs> she goes, the the pod, podcast what, what's the podcast about so i'm you know telling her what the podcast is about blah 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 she's like do you have these for sale can i can i buy them somewhere i'm like yeah i mean i don't have them publicly for sale but i i have a box at home and I, you know I, I sell them you know here and there she's like can i give you money now for one and i'm like uh sure <laughs> yeah i mean i guess put the money in my bag with my fucking underwear <laughs> uh, she's like oh should i give it to your wife i'm like i said I, I, yeah you could do that too i don't care whatever you're comfortable with you can also venmo me if you want to do that she's like i'll put it in, in an envelope here's my address and i'm like i, so I swear to god I, I will i will send you a shirt i mean i'm not going to try and rip you off she goes this is great i'm like this is the most awkward thing i've ever been a part of <laughs> yeah so I, I sold my own merch because i was wearing my own merch See, that's, that's good advertising. That's, that's just that's, good it, it, it does work. I always feel weird doing it. I don't know Yeah, that's that's like my uh, that'd be my claim to fame. It's like what what's the what's the coolest thing you did in life? And I said, well, <laughs> outside of being a father, I sold merch to the nurse that put yeah. me for my vasectomy. Is that is that a, it's a is that a rough surgery? Is it pretty easy, non intrusive? Because <laughs> I'm, um, I'm thinking of that about it because I definitely don't want to. Let it. <laughs> don't want to let anyone slip past the goalie, you know. <laughs> do you have children now, or do you just don't want any? No, no, I don't plan on having children at all. It's not bad. Like, it's it's seriously. You go in, they put you under, but it's like a twilight, so you're like not completely out. And I remember, I went in, and I I you know came. Well, out. you're kind of awake during the whole thing. You're not awake. You're not awake. It's a twilight, so you're like you're not like out. Twilight. You but you can't like. I felt like I, I literally went in. They they did whatever they did. Like and I'm I'm like, you know, getting wheeled out. And I'm like, that was it. Is we're done. They're like yeah, we're done. I'm like, wow. That oh was wow, crazy. that's cool. And I felt like I slept, like for a week. Oh, that's and, cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Now, now, granted, um, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's not painful, but it's you know, you're sore for a few days after. Feel a little um, weird. Yeah, but nothing, nothing you can't handle. Uh, I'm trying to think, I, I think I uh, put this on the, put on jeans too quickly. For the yeah, I think I put, <laughs> I put I, I think I put on jeans too soon. Um, oh shoot! Yeah, that was, let it ride. Yeah, there was there was a day that I went to work. And I put jeans on. Well, I stopped taking. I'm not a big like medication kind of guy. Like so, and my wife's a pharmacist, so she's so like, you know, you got to you got to like stay ahead of the pain. You got to like. Like, don't stop. Like, like, like you know, finish it out or whatever. But I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm good. And um, I wish I would have listened to her because I stopped. I stopped taking pain medication. And nothing. It was nothing crazy, like a high dose of Tylenol, or whatever. But I stopped that and I put on jeans, and that was probably the worst decision I made because, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was tight. It was constricting. <laughs> it was just. A, it was a bad, bad idea. But. Uh, <laughs> That's good to know. It's good to know. <laughs> but I can I can let it fly now, so it's all good. <laughs> it's a pretty funny podcast story right there. Oh yeah, it's like this. It's, we're talking about the important things, you know. I mean, I've got I've got tons of stories about. Um, I, I guess my dick. It's really weird. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll share one more because it's funny. Oh, um, <laughs> if, you, if you don't mind. So, so um, I. 
my wife and I, um, we had our firstborn. He's now six. Um, and he, he, he was like, no problem. It was like, Hey, do you want to have a kid? Like, yeah, let's, let's do this. And we had, we had sex and she got pregnant and we had, we had our son. Um, so a couple years went by. Look at that. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so a couple years go by like, Hey, you want to have a second one? I said, yeah, and let's just try and do it before, you know, there's too much of an age gap sex pregnant and then um we had a loss um and we actually had three losses but every time it was like let's try again we had you know you know how how it works sex pregnant whatever so it got to a point where i don't know what happened but we were unable to conceive so we're like you know trying to do all these things like you know is it me is it her so i'm having my sperm tested uh, you know are my boys swimming blah 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 so I had to go to the hospital and uh, give a donation. And the I, what I what I will say is, as men who need to perform a task, we we deserve better material than what is given. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just bring your phone. Would they give you like the lingerie section of a catalog or? <laughs> No, so they so like they give you the, like a the, you know there's a TV they hand you the remote like you know here you go and I'm like I want to I want to see what it is I want to I want to see what they have to offer it was bad it was real bad <laughs> what so, is this American healthcare system what are we paying for I, I, but I was like I mean we deserve better we deserve the the opening scene I'll, I'll tell you because I had to do this twice the opening scene of the first movie. Um, were women using candlesticks? Yikes. <laughs> that, that's cool. I, I <laughs> dig it. That's <laughs> fine. And then who do you think picked somebody's job? Somebody got paid to pick. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is this is a strange start. It was it was older. And then the second time I had to do it, um, it was just. I forgot the title of it, but it was along the, the lines of golden showers. Um, oh, geez. No, it that's was, no good. <laughs> it was just, it was just girls pissing. It was just girls pissing they in different places. In the doctor's office, Out, like... Outside, they were pissing by the pool. They were pissing in the shower. This girl's pissing. <laughs> that's what it was. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. I guess there's a lot of demand for that, maybe, if they put it in the office or whatever. I don't think there's demand. That's what they have. That's what they've had for 20 years. That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get. That is odd as fuck, dude. You, I gotta say, man, I feel like I'm a pretty. I feel more confident about myself as an interviewee right now. If I can get my interviewer to tell two different dick stories about themselves, I think we're doing a good job. You know, I mean, these are these. Are, this is. I told Mike before he got on, like, like this, this podcast. Like, I used to have a radio show. Um, for for a few years, the radio show got put on hiatus because the, the station changed formats. Long story short, I I started a podcast because, like, for the radio show, like you can ask the generic questions, like, oh, you got you you know you're playing a show coming up, like, oh, you have a CD coming out, all oh, this, you know, those those bullshit, you know, two minute interview questions, right? I wanted to have deeper conversations. I wanted to be able to talk about my vasectomy. I wanted to be able to talk about having a cold showers. Go, yeah, I wanted to talk about, you know, get, giving sperm samples. That's what I wanted to really talk about. So that's why I started yeah, doing this. Real, we now are. we're getting into the real shit. <laughs> this, is, this is where Podcasting, we're Podcasting, man. It's the future. 
it's the, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the past. It's old news now. It's it's well, I mean, it's here. It's now, right? But you know, you were saying before. Wait, I guess the radio, though, the radio has changed. I mean, so much like to get on the radio doesn't mean the same thing that you so I guess like. No, no, it's 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 weird. As a band, we've been on the radio. I mean, we've been on the radio plenty of times. Yeah, it's cool, right? Um, but like you said, like you know, creating original music, it's 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 oversaturated. Like it's it's hard to compete with everyone else doing it. Like that's how podcasting is too. Like if you're not Joe Rogan, if you're not the call caller daddy or whatever the hell her name is, um, if you're not Theo Vaughn, like caller. it's hard to it's hard to break through. Yeah. yeah, like everybody's doing podcasts now, right? Everybody's doing it. I, I thought about it myself too, talking about like you know, having a podcast, talking about all the like weird experiences, like haggling on money for shows, like t- p- for musicians to call in and say like, "Hey, where'd you have this experience at this place?" and like give each other tips about how to like do better on the road and stuff like that. I, I was that thing I was tossing around. All right, well, share nice share one. Idea. Share share one. Share that? share your weirdest uh, uh, moment having to deal with money and a show. Oh, that's a good cheese. Don't, don't, don't don't name names. Don't name names. And ask. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's that's what kept me from doing it. Like so far, yeah, I'm like, how would I handle this? Like, if somebody drops like the name of a venue and they talk like bad about it, like that, will like that be like you know? Then you're blacklisted. Upset. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, like that. That could be like that. So I'm like, I don't know how to go about doing that, honestly. But yeah, I've had shows where, like, the big problem is is that you know the bucks always passed around, so the person you're supposed to be getting the money from doesn't just get, and then doesn't really specify who's supposed to be giving the money or anything. So you're just trying to shake everybody down in the place, and then like, and and they're all, I don't know, I don't know. Like that happens sometimes or a lot. Not. So if you have a manager though, and like we have a manager, so they take make sure none of that stuff ever happens. But like if you're doing your own thing, like open mic nights or just you know shows and stuff like you just different shows, jazz stuff, you you gonna have to like you you get into situations where like what do I even do here? Who do I talk to? And like you know to get the money because like you know this, this is a job. You know we have, everybody it's just like a job like any other job. You get you expect to get paid like for your for your work and what you put in and and like and, and it makes it less like that because there's a lot of people when they get into music it's you get this you get bombarded over the head with like oh you should be doing it for fun you shouldn't be talking about money but so i try to change it to this like thing it's like it's not about money it's about respect like if you like if i'm playing at your place and i'm making you guys money and you're and you're saying i'm not worth it even giving this money that's like a sign of disrespect so i try to make it about that you know, so people don't, you don't get stuck in this like, oh, you should do it for fun thing. Of course you do it for fun. Even yeah. surgeons do what they, the guy that did your vasectomy, the, like gets high off of what he does. Surgeons get literally get high off of doing surgery. They're not, it's definitely not doing it for free, you know? Right. So it's like, but um, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's a job. And when there's a lot of people out there that don't do it, like let themselves not do it for money. It makes it harder for everybody else too, to like, you know, Cause then they're going to be like, Oh, well this guy will do it for free. You know, that's yeah. where having a manager is really nice. Cause then you don't have to worry about all that haggling and like, yeah, like, I, I saw something online just recently, actually. Um, it was you know, a guy books a show and, and the, the, the owner said, how much, how much does it cost? And the guy's like 500 bucks. And he's like, Oh, that's kind of a lot. Don't you think? And he's like, well, no, not really. Like, you know, that's low. 
Right. So it it kind of gets broken down into like the guys the the guys like oh well, um I don't want to pay five hundred dollars like I'll I'll figure it out on my own, uh but I need you, can you help me, um, set it up, and the guys like well yeah but um you get to do X Y Z it's it's you have to rent equipment you have to learn how to use it you have to do this that the other thing right long story short the owner says like you know what this is way too much like i'll just pay you the 500 dollars because that's a better deal all things yeah. considered right uh but yeah it, it, i can't imagine it's so subjective to a degree i i feel like for a lot of especially like People venue don't. owners the music business—they don't is, think about what you're bringing to the table. Like all it's not I see just is like you show up and play. There's all the practice. Yeah, the loading the gear. There's the driving. It's like a lot that goes yeah. into putting on a show. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. it's a whole day affair just to like get put on a show. You know, it's right. not just, just that hour or two hours you're playing. It's a it's a it's a big thing, and it's like it. You know, there's no reason to not get paid for it, like or get paid pretty well. You know. Yeah, you know, for sure. Not like a million dollars or nothing, but just a living, you know? It's just Absolutely. like... Absolutely. Know. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that the music business in America or even the world, I don't know about the world, but in America, like, there's no other business where the same product gets a completely arbitrary price at every single event. Like, every single yeah. time it's, it's available, this product. It has an arbitrary price tag attached to it. Like, no wonder yeah. Ticketmaster and Live Nation can take advantage of that because they can just keep oh, yeah. arbitrary prices for a million right. for everybody. I mean, everybody's just I stuck mean, in this perpetual cycle. And the, and the artist is the victim of the business. The artist doesn't get to have the actual power. They have to still play the game. I can't think of any other thing, job or whatever, where like people will still just be like okay with paying you absolutely nothing, like I don't know. It's like how is that even like legal? I don't even get it. Like there's so many people that go out there and will pay play for nothing, and I'm like that should how is that even like? Shouldn't it be laws about that? Like you know, it's like free labor. You know, <laughs> like isn't yeah. that illegal? Like, it, like yeah. I don't get it. It's, but it's but some when it comes just, to music, it's just some fine. People, I don't know anything like, else. Some artists and musicians would argue with you there, though, and say they do just want to play for the fun. They don't want to worry about the money. And, oh, of course. And I, and I envy those guys sometimes in a way. You know, they're just playing. They, like, play for the fun. That's fine by then. You know? I mean, that's for when you're on your own. You can play for fun at your house. You can play for fun for a charity event. I'll do that. I'll do three charities all day. I don't care. But when you're playing at an establishment, they're hiring. Of course. I'm on, I'm on your side. Purpose of making money off of you. So, like, when they, like, don't want to share that with you, it's just, like, it's disrespectful. And the more musicians that have that in their head, that think about it like that, it helps, like, get, get give us more leverage because musicians do not get treated well in this country at all. You're either a million, a zillionaire or you're, like, nothing. It's, like, yeah. it's hard to get that, like, just straight up, like, what what's wrong with just making a living, you know? And, like... Well, that's, that's fine. Most musicians just want to make a living, yeah, for sure. Be able to do yeah. it. It's like I think the I think the problem lies in um, expectations, right? Like, so it it could go with the same thing, like for for advertising, which I used to be in uh, sales, advertising, radio, newspaper, billboards. It's like I'm going to pay you, you know, like this is the advertiser paying me. I'm going to pay you a thousand dollars, and they expect to make four thousand dollars on their investment right whatever it might be mm. so the 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 
I think a lot of that goes to the same same concept. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. We're gonna pay you two thousand dollars, but we expect you to bring in X amount of people. Yeah, yeah those people need to yeah. buy X amount of alcohol, X amount of food, whatever it might be. So there's all these all these like expectations that are flying around where it's like that's sure. not fair. That's not fair. Like, yeah. As an average, like as a as a guy in sales, like maybe I bring the people to your establishment based on the 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 ads you, you did, but like at that point, it's up to you to convert them into sales. Like they're in the door. Yeah. It's, Some it's, venues just don't even do it. They just expect the artist to do all the advertising and everything. That's a problem. And bring to yeah. everything and just carry all. It. It's like you're not just playing music. You're advertising. You're like, you know, you and and all the techie stuff too like if you sometimes you're like i'm in the early days when i was playing younger days like you're doing your own sound too you know and like you're bringing your own yeah, remember that yeah. yeah, you used to bring that board everywhere and we were doing our own sound all the time and like that's a whole other thing like last time sound guy will get paid more than the whole band <laughs> if it's like a newer band you know and that's sad to see i don't like seeing that like you well, know yeah well, i've been getting pretty paid pretty good now because of we like, you know, we do, we go, I you go through the proper channel. We've paid our dues, man. We've paid yeah, our, we paid our dues. dues. So we start getting a Five little bit better. Today. It's still not great, but like, <laughs> it's like, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough. And I'm hoping the future, it's not like we can all like make it a little bit better. Cause like I have a lot of students and I want to encourage them to go into music. And it, it's like hard to like encourage people to go into music when it's like such an uphill battle sometimes. Yeah, And, like, it has been getting better since the 90s and stuff, I think. There's a lot less pay-to-play stuff, which is absolutely ridiculous. Anybody out there, just don't do pay-to-play. It's ridiculous. Like, it shouldn't exist. There's no reason for it. Like, and, like, unless it's, like, a very special circumstance, like, you're renting a, like, whatever out to do your own, like, event. I don't know. But it's just, like, pay-to-play is nonsense. Right. Like, in my opinion. <laughs> like, well, I think the but, arts, uh, the arts in general, are taken for granted. I, you know, they, you know, you talk yeah. about even kids in school. Like the first thing they get cut from school programs is the arts and entertainment, the, the music programs, shit like that. Yeah, um, it's just seen as an extra thing. Yeah, you know, the sports it's teams gets all there. their sports team gets their their you know brand new uniforms and all this other kind of shit because you know, well, there's more people that come to the games, blah blah. blah. But it's like, okay, but every kid that's a student athlete isn't going to go to the NFL. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's weird. What's Jason. wild to me is like music. It's like when you talk about being a musician, there's always this instant, like you're going to do that. Like you might as well, like make, you're going to make a living doing music. It's like the craziest idea, but like, it's the hottest commodity in the world. Practically who like, what, where do you look that music isn't, isn't saturated with music. It's like, if, if there was no music, like, there would be it'd be nuts you know could you imagine a, a world without music it's like the hottest commodity like next to like food <laughs> you know and it's just it, like this crazy thing to pursue a career in music it makes it doesn't make sense to me it's taken it's like, taken for granted i i mean yeah i, I don't i don't want to do this uh but like it's kind of it, topical like so when the pandemic hit um i created a, a thing called shirts for the scene so I teamed up with this is before I worked at Axel Red Screen Printing. I was in in radio sales, but I teamed up with them because uh, they were they they printed the shirts. But my my thing was, bands couldn't play. 
you guys could you guys couldn't be out performing. You couldn't make a living performing out. So what I did is I, I grabbed I think it was over a hundred bands. I got all their logos and I converted all their logos to vector images out of my own pocket. And I I created an online store where you know you got you could or I could go and, and buy a Yam Yam shirt. Right, let's say it was twenty bucks. The proceeds from the sale of that shirt would then go right to you. So let's say you sold a hundred yeah. shirts and the proceeds cool. are the, are the $20, the proceeds, obviously there's, there's cost to produce it, you know, and it was small, but let's, let's say, let's just say 10 bucks. I gave you a check for a thousand dollars. So that. we, we ended up raising, I think 10 grand. Um, And what the thing was, why I'm bringing this up is because you, know, you talk about music and you talk about, it being taken for granted to an extent like when everyone's have, when, when you have a benefit for instance people the first thing people go to is like oh who can we get to play it who's going to draw a crowd to bring in an audience to pay five ten bucks uh you know donation you know yeah they always go, they always go to music they always go yeah you guys you it's guys, like what yeah. else are they going to that place for but you got but you, you guys know? never you guys always do it you guys always it's it's like not even like a question yeah i'll donate 40 minutes of my time no big deal someone has cancer I, absolutely yeah. no but like yeah. it was so it was the, at this time it was like you know how can we help the artists and that was my way to to do that it was like because we never you guys never asked for help you guys never asked for anything but it was like now it's time for us to kind of step in and be like hey you guys need help how can That's we help very appreciated. There's, there's a lot of ways i think people want to help artists for sure they just don't yeah. You know, how it used to be you bought their record, but who the yeah. hell buys a record anymore? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, now, now you like you support the artist in a way or something, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I, I wish people would just buy the record. <laughs> I mean, or, yeah, and or merch. I mean, merch. There's there's money people to be buy in merch. merch. We, I mean, on the road, people keep buying merch. It's the best. It's so dope. They love talking to us. We sign stuff, you know. I mean, yeah. I feel like such a goober every time I sign anything. I'm like, yeah. why do you want me to sign this? Like, what? Like, I'm just, I'm just some dude. Like, <laughs> like, but they love it. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it. Like, sign the hell out of everything. Let's sign it all. Like, and and I mean, people like, you know, that's why that part of this game is way harder to me than I ever thought was, uh, you know, than the music part. Like, I always, I love music and I love playing music, but like. Connecting with people is truly the heart of all of it. And if you if you're not connecting with people, you know you're missing the point. Like, and I'm trying to do yeah. that. That's what I want to do. And like, I, I suck at it sometimes. You know, sometimes I don't want to talk to nobody. Right? I just want to smoke a joint and be left alone. Like, but you know, if you, every time you open yourself up to people, it's rewarding. I believe that. Yeah, you I'm meet some characters. You meet some real characters. Yeah, there's, there's so many. People, of... There's help. We meet amazing people on the road. It's amazing cool. people. Like, <laughs> we're we're. So the thing is, we're human beings. Like that's like in our blood. Like we we need we need like what I don't care what you say. Like people be like, oh, I'm a, I want to be on my phone and I don't want to talk to anybody. But like we we need human interaction. And I think the the downfall to a degree. I don't want to go too far into this, but like I think the problem we're seeing with the world today is we're hiding behind these screens. I know we're talking, uh, you know, to each other. On the screen <laughs> Ironically, right yeah, here we are. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you know. <clears throat> I could go into a lot of shit right now, but like, I mean, part of that's weird though. When somebody's going on their phone, they are trying to interact with another human 
in that a, way too but it's like through a, it's like through an intermediary it's, yeah it's, it's black Weird. and white and it's text and like the the text yeah. there's, there's no cadence there's no tone and like yeah. i always say i could read a text from my wife like let's say let's say i'm at work i'm having a bad day i could take a, a text that she sends and, and read it when i'm in a fucking shit mood and be like why is this bitch coming at me <laughs> you better watch it man she's gonna listen <laughs> no she won't listen to this but no she knows it. it's 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 all fun right now but i'm serious though or if i'm in a good mood i'm in a great mood and i see this same text same yeah. exact text word for word and it's like not a big deal like sure honey what you know i, I would love nothing more than to to pick this up yeah yeah exactly yeah your that's inner the, emotions the, get projected onto the text and it's like, it's it's the yeah. problem that we have like we're so connected with each other, but we're more divided than we've ever been before. And, and I think it's because of, you know, I don't want to like go down rabbit holes here, but like, so I work with a guy, his name is clay. And, uh, he has this like online persona where he like, it's a, it's a, like a parody type of account. And I work with him. So I, he posts this video. He like, he, he wears like Jenko jeans and a monster shirt. And like, nice. I love it. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like he's a funny, he's a funny dude. Right. That's so what we posts... should be doing. We should be wearing Jenko jeans on stage, man. That's our next. So he, he, he no, no, no. It's, so he has like this thing where he's like, Oh, you know, back. This is like me back in the day when my parents would ask me to take out the trash. And it's this three days grace song playing in the background it says this house is not a home and he's he's like wheeling the garbage out he's punching the garbage can all this shit like wearing these fucking like <laughs> like Janko, like like a grown-ass adult like living at his mom's yeah. house right dude so i like, love that i don't so so i comment on it like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna like come after you and he goes yeah do it but be prepared for some backlash right so i comment on the on the post right and sure as shit man people like just came at me <laughs> hard hard like like oh my god I, I, dude i've gotten death threats on social media like talk, there's no repercussions about stuff like <laughs> it's just like i've gotten like uh, three or four different times death threats like and like people and they're people like live that live close to me too <laughs> like i'm like oh where's this guy live like in nola down the street Oh crap! <laughs> but that's the thing. There's, there's Dude, no. Why don't you give everyone your address right now on the live? <laughs> I was close to doing it. Somebody like, like I got I got challenged to a fight one time, and I was in an argument so bad. Somebody was challenging me a fight, and I was this close to be like, you know what? Here's my address. And it's like you were living with me at the time, and I'm like, Dempsey doesn't need to be dealing with this. Like, <laughs> it's so, so crazy. People get so nasty when they you don't have to be in person. Oh, so so I'll share. So so he was oh, like, sorry, like, sorry. like, no, 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 you're good. Because no, you're exactly right. This is exactly what I'm saying. So he's like doing like this, like like gun motion to his head, right? <laughs> so I oh, said, man. so so I said, I'm like, yo, man, my son really looks up to you. Why you gotta be doing the finger guns to the head stuff, insinuating suicide? Be better. <laughs> I got roasted, roasted. <laughs> So, like, for instance, you were just doing it ironically, right? Oh, it was like, just, it was, it was, just, it was a joke. I wanted to see what would happen. And so, instead of like people being like, you're a bad dad, like for letting your son, like, like, you know, let this, let your son, like, this is like your son's, like, someone who looks up to, like, like, you're a bad dad. Like, people like came after my son, like, your son should get stuffed. Um, like, oh my just, God. Oh, it was so, it was so bad. 
But I'm like, this is the world that we live in. Like, and like I made a bunch of like, we were back and forth, he and I. And like to the point where like you you could you you if you didn't know it was like we were joking, like you're not a smart person. Um <laughs> and, th- and these people are taking this guy with his persona like that he's actually like that kind so of serious. And I'm like <laughs> if, if if these people are the people that are like they're sticking up for like they believe this guy is like re- the real deal. We have problems. We have problems. It's, it's 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 crazy. We got we lost a lot of critical thinking in the whole populace, yeah. like in a deep way. It's nuts. <laughs> it's it's kind of nuts. I'm, I'm like to... I'm a gullible ass motherfucker, man. I'm gullible as shit. And then like I see what <laughs> other people are falling for, and I'm like, there's people out there that are more gullible than me. That is scary. Like it's just like, <laughs> yeah. This one comment was womp womp, cry some more. It's just a video. Um, <laughs> um oh, there's there's just some like good ones that like, like literally came after me. And I'm like, dude, like like you like, just just oh um welcome your stupid son to the real world. Go back to Jesus your failure. Right. Go so go back to your failure of a podcast that not one other person has. So like oh my god! <laughs> so I, I responded. I, I responded to every single one. I'm like, haha! I said, easy, big fella. Like, <laughs> someone said you're pretty slow. I said, sweet. Um, like to the point, like he even came clean. He's like, this was fun. Like, everyone, go follow my friend, the Popco Project. Stay tuned. Like, we're gonna do a, an episode of this, whatever. Still, even after that, if, even after we came clean that this was a joke that we're friends, we know each other. People did all day long. Oh my um, god! <laughs> people coming after me. People just coming after That's me. It's nuts. like this is crazy. Like I don't care. Like I mean, I knew what to expect, but I'm like, this is insane. People, wild, people don't man. people don't read. People don't read like into things. Like, but again, going back to what we we're saying, like just you know, we're, we're we're reading words on a screen. There's no cadence. There's no tone. We have no idea. So like, yeah. it's just people in there. Just they just want to fight with each other. They just want to fight yeah. and talk shit and be assholes to each other. And it's <laughs> terrible. It's crazy. That's why music. <laughs> that's why I play music to connect. That's, that's fucking right. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying it's like if you're dancing to the same groove, man. If you're dancing to the same groove, you can be like on complete polar opposite ends of a train of thought, and you can have something in common. Yeah, hell yeah. And like it can make the world a little bit better, and it's like it's good because I get I I'm, I get really opinionated too, man. I get it. Like, I get, like, I want to fight sometimes. Not fight, but I'll argue. I, like, I got my opinions. I want to defend them. But, like, I also wanted to see, like, let's just screw all that sometimes and let's listen to us. Let's dance and, like, just forget that stuff and be humans and, like, you yeah. know, have something in common, you know. Yeah. And music's perfect thing for that. Like, You're never going to change. really transcend. You could be 100% right and you could make every valid point. You can make every, you know, the case for everything. You're never gonna change that that person's point of view. You're never yeah. gonna change. It. No one's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you know what, Jason, you're right. You're like, yeah, thanks a lot for uh, <laughs> enlightening me with your like. It's just not. That's just not how it works. It's fucking crazy. It sucks. But I think one thing we can we have. I think one thing universally, you know, like you said just a second ago, we have music, and I think music can bring us together. I think it does bring us together. Yeah. That's why I love music. I can't play music. I can't perform it. I don't like. I don't write. I don't do any of that stuff. But like, I love being a part of it in in this aspect and that's why doing this is important to me and i appreciate uh your time and i don't want to take any more yeah. of it because 
I'm sure you have much better. Oh, it's been a blast, man. Uh, at yeah, 10 thanks, 20. Bro. Yeah, 10 20 on a, a Tuesday night, you can be, you know, watching TV or playing <laughs> music. Mike, I think Mike's itching. He wants to, yeah, I'm already, he wants to play the keys. I think I, got this, new, I got this new synthesizer, man. I'm, I'm just so Jones in the play that is show. I haven't had a show or I haven't had a yam show in, in three weeks. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I get antsy. Oh, we got some dirty God, dude, I'm ready. We got some dirty. Gotta go. Hit the road. <laughs> I hate being at home. River Street Jazz Cafe, January 27th. River <laughs> <Yeah>, nice. <laughs> I'm sure Jason looks at he, he wants to get he's in his car, he's ready to start up and get the hell out, get the hell home. So <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm just wrapped up work. No, yeah, it's man. all good though, man. This is this is one of the more fun, interesting podcast interviews we've ever done. Yeah, come, come hang out. Come hang out at River Street Jazz. We'll put you on the list, you know, we'll hang out. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. I, I, I gotta so I do a lot of these and, and people are like, Yeah, come out. And it's like, Yeah, I do want to do these things. I gotta be the dad and the husband, all that kind of shit. But maybe I'll I'll try and sneak out and. No and worries, just, man. No, no, no. I, I, my my goal for twenty twenty four is to attend more more shows because. Same, dude. I appreciate. Same. I've been. I, I appreciate the people that I talk to and, and who are like, yeah, we'll put you on the list. Like, come enjoy the show, and I and I love music. I love live music, and I want I want to be uh, more present in that space. So, um, yeah, well, add me to the list. Yeah, right. come hang out, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, well, I'll bring the shirts too. Sure, yeah, yeah I'll wear it, man. I'll wear it. We got merch for days too. We'll large, take some large and what else? Wow. Large. What's that? Mike, what size are you? Yeah, large, large shirt. Two yeah. larges. Okay. Yeah, I'm large. Yeah, large. Actually, I have I have if new you don't merch. Have any, I, yeah. Oh, I have I have new merch uh, on the way. Actually, I think they're really really cool designs. But we'll we'll get to that a different day. But Guys, yeah, um, show us some of your stuff, you know, like uh, maybe we'll collab, you know, artistically. Yeah, for sure. I would love to. Um, I think we're, we're a great print shop. And if you guys yeah, what was the name of the print shop again? Axel Rad Screen Printing. Ax- yeah. Axel Rad? Axel Rad, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I feel like yeah. I've heard of that. Sounds good. Yeah. Good sounds. So, all right. Uh, website, yamyamband.com. That's it. Check them out at uh, nugs.net. There you go. Yeah. Check them out on YouTube. <laughs> but more importantly, check them out at the River Street Jazz Cafe in Plains. January 27th. Tickets are on sale now. They'll be on sale the day of the show. Um, check these guys out. A lot of fun talking to you guys. I really appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully I'll Likewise. see you. Yeah, man. Thanks. Have a good night. Right, guys. Take care. Yeah. All right. See ya.